0: Give me a fat beat to beat my (laughs) butt.
1: To Tribe Radio's one-year anniversary birthday party. Woo! What is up, everybody? Hey, Andy Sandberg partying with us. Woo! Kidding, kidding. he is not here, not yet. Wish he might be. I do wish he's pretty cool. Welcome to our our. Oh my God! I don't even know what how many episodes we've had. I should have counted that. That would have been a nice little thing to to add to our stats list for Tribe Radio. But if this is your first time listening to Tribe Radio...
2: You have to fight.
1: You have to fight. You can call up and fight with us somehow. But we'll win because we can just hang up on you. Um, wah, wah, wah. If this is your first time calling, you, you, you came in on a really good show. This is a, a really good way to break into... Finding out what Tribe Radio is all about. We're still trying to figure out what Tribe Radio is all about, aren't we? I have no idea. There you go. You just push buttons, right? Just like fun buttons. That is correct. There you go. See? He has all the fun. I have to fill all the time with stuff that sort of makes sense. Uh Uh-huh. And um, you get to push all... You're getting ready to push another button, aren't you? Don't get excited. See, I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) No, I've got the fun job. I get to talk to the guests. Um... We get to decide on who gets to come out here and tell us things. What kind of things? I mean, if you're listening here for the first time, you have no idea what you got into. You're listening to a porno station. Kidding. You
0: are correct, sir.
1: (laughs) Kidding. You're listening to Tribe Radio. What does Tribe do for you? Tribe helps you. That's our tagline, I I guess. It just turned into it. To live a, a safer... This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. That just we use we it, Sorry, and it. we do, and we do use it. Well, Tribe, as as I was saying before, Darth Vader. I, got, I heard him breathing in the background there. Who wouldn't hear him breathing? You always tell me you
2: hear Darth Vader breathing in the background. I know I it's something you need to look into. I do <laughs> medication
1: wise. I do. Um. So. As I was saying before Darth Vader's breathing interrupted me, Tribe Radio helps you to live a healthier, safer, happier, more informed life. And we do that by bringing people on here who know their shit. And we swear sometimes. I just swore right there. So if you've got kids around the room, if you're okay with that, I'm okay with that. But if, you know, you don't want their poor little ears what a to... uh douche. Right. <laughs> if you don't want their little ears to bleed, I, I don't know. You <clears> might <throat> not. Might not want to let him hear this. Um, So, Tribe, we've been here since our very first show aired. You know, how did we start up? Really quickly here. We started up um, over a year ago, actually. But we've been so busy that we we are just now celebrating. Our first show was actually on the 28th of November in 2012. So, like I said, we are over uh, a year old. And uh, I'm part Filipino, so just like most Filipino happenings, this event is going on late. Every Filipino in the audience probably either went, "Yep, exactly," or they just turned off their radio. If you're still here, that's right. I'll send you some lumpia, pancit. Um, That's that's Filipino food for you people who don't don't get out very much. But we really want to welcome you. We're happy you're here. We're happy to be here. We, you know, we worried from the very start, will anybody ever listen to us? Will, will anybody care about, you know, what we do or, or whatever? And you know what? Um, people actually do care. We get some feedback, and we see our stats. In the time that we've been operating since November 28th, 2012, We've had a total of, and I'm reading it here from the Blog Talk Radio stats, 37,766 Holy
3: 766.
2: Jesus!
1: 766 listens. 37,766. That's that sounds that, really good. Uh, that does, right? It's and, and that's amazing to me. Almost 40,000 listens. That's that's crazy pants. It is. It's crazy. I'm glad we're celebrating. Um, well, I'm
4: glad you're here to tell us these things.
1: That's right. That's why I'm here. Otherwise, you'd hear a lot of this. And that's exactly what you'd hear. <laughs> God it, huh.
2: <laughs> that was our first contest noise, by the way. That
1: was. that was. we
2: never do, by the way. Because
1: you know, we, we will. We we do, do we have one? Do we have one for today? Because we'll, we'll nah, do that today. We don't?
2: I don't have a new one. You know, I'm an, you're kidding me. I'll, you know what, I'll look for one while we're uh, Nah, right
1: nah. No, no, just, just be in the moment. Well, you know, if we've got an old one, we'll bring it up. One that no one ever solved, we'll, we'll bring it up. If you're listening, we give prizes, there? yeah, for, uh, for naming. Uh, you know what, let's get to that. We'll get to that in a minute. How did we start this? Uh, who the hell are we? Tribe Radio came about. Um, members of the initiative, at the time it was just called the Initiative Collective, uh, a group of Good Samaritans on steroids, that's what I call us, who are all over the country um, and in um, the UK and soon to be other places of the world, um, we got together and thought, you know what, well, we could reach more people if we had a radio program where we could share our safety, um, health, you know, good living tips. And sure enough, this show has reached more than anything the Initiative's ever done and part of the initiative has been in a um, HBO documentary, so you know we're hitting even more people than that. But we uh, we decided to play it by ear and just invite experts in their field to come out and chat with us about what they do, and that's worked so far, um, judging by our our listens and our feedback. And we I'm, I'm looking at Bug right now, who's who's doing. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah I'm not gonna, oh, look. You're not gonna look at me. I know, right? Forget it. <laughs> we saw our very first show started um with one of our favorite people in the world. It was uh it was old school of the California branch of the initiative. We are now called the Hero Initiative, by the way. Um, just added that little hero in there to differentiate us from possible other groups that are called the Initiative. Um, besides Hero kind of sounds cool, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. So anyway, our very first show was with a guy who, if you met him, you'd love him instantly. If you don't, you know, like him after talking to him for 10 minutes, you're probably a douchebag. That's not even an exaggeration. After knowing him for a couple years, I don't think I've ever met anybody who didn't like this guy. And his name is old school. Well, it was old school at the time. His real name is Thomas Strange. Not kidding you, Strange. That's his, his birth name. And his wife is a doctor, so her name is, you got it. Dr. Strange. I know, just too cool. See, if you don't that's like that, you probably it is. You should have that sound soundbite, Ruddy Mysterious from the IT crowd. I'll find it. So we invited Old School, who is now, uh, he has since moved to Tennessee, and he runs the Tennessee Hero Initiative. Um, and by the way, if, if I didn't make it clear, the initiative, we're a bunch of people who go out and do good things. We, we do uh, crime prevention, neighborhood watch groups. Um, free self-defense classes, tons of homeless outreach, and just so much more, including this radio show. So Old School moved to Tennessee and started a Tennessee Hero Initiative, and um, he is now called Agent Double O Soul. So you can look him up on Facebook. You just look up Thomas Strange. He was our first guest. And he talked about needle pickup and patrol, which is another thing that we do. We've picked up over 4,000 needles past two years in the San Francisco Mission District alone. And there are other groups that do needle pickup as well. There's a Washington group. There's an L.A. group and Thomas's Hero Initiative in Memphis. Anyway, that was our very first show. And you know what? I want to play a little just like short clip of of something that Thomas was saying during that show. Okay.
2: Short clip from the short bus.
5: <laughs> the running total is, can I get a drum roll? Thank you. As of this week, 1,450 needles picked up off the street wow. by the California Initiative.
1: <laughs> that was in November of 2012, we had picked up that many dirty used needles off the street of San Francisco. And this guy was the one who started it. So that was a great show. And he also taught you how to dispose of a needle properly. If you're anywhere in a big city and you see one on the side, you know, of this just on the sidewalk or wherever, be very careful about what you do with it. Um, please, for for God's sake, do not put it in a plastic soda can or something like that because the homeless will dig out of garbage cans and and try to you know take those in to recycle them for money and if you want to kill a homeless person really quickly put one of them in a you know can like that and they'll get pricked anyway we um, do not
2: advocate killing homeless no quickly oh or slowly <laughs> so just just thought I should put that out there
1: thank you i thought <clears throat> i was making that clear no. that was our first show our second show was welcome to the jungle and by the way all these shows that i'm mentioning they're archived for your listening pleasure and you know what if you don't learn something from them you're not listening to them because they've got something for everybody no exaggeration like the welcome to the jungle that was on nighttime safety bars clubs even just hanging out about at night where (laughs) hanging about at night like like a bat what no i'm
2: laughing because uh Ira's in chat. And oh, Ira poor choice her. of words.
1: Poor choice of words. As you, far as
2: the homeless.
1: You know what, Ira? <laughs> <laughs> Call us up and get on here and, and you can help co-host the show. Right? That would be fun because Ira swears a lot. You right? friggin' dwarf. He, yeah, you friggin' what the hell? He was a
2: dwarf. He took that Lord of the Rings uh, test and he, he came up as a dwarf. He's Gimli? Yeah, not not Gimli specifically, but a dwarf.
1: Wow. And then well, he he's got the, the beard for it.
2: But then he took the Star Wars personality test and he's Boba Fett. So imagine Gimli dressed in a with fed out, and that's Ira, supposedly.
1: You know, and I have nothing to say to that, because that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty accurate. Right.
2: It's like they took a picture of him.
1: Yeah, exactly. And they split him up into each It's movies. like, oh, give Ira. Ira is the head of our um, Virginia Hero Initiative. And uh, don't ever mess with Ira. I'm glad he's on our side. That's all I have to say about that. Um, I might say more about him, depending on what he says in the chat room. And you can join us in the chat room, you know anytime just click that chat button duh hello uh (laughs) moving on the welcome to the jungle episode it gave you all kinds of tips on how to keep yourself safer nighttime, nightclub um bar safety and and that's important especially if you've got friends daughters whatever who are out there out and about at night in the bars (sighs) damn they're just walking targets for theft for harm um so, yeah, check that one out. We we liked that show. That was a lot of fun. Uh, our our third show was called Apocalypse Snow. And, you know, I, I might mention all these shows really quickly. Um, only because, you know what, no, I'm not going to mention every show. That's that's way too many shows. Just the ones that are really super interesting. Apocalypse Snow was, that one was um, guested by Alan Moore. Oh, God. Alan Moore's awesome. That guy is, you might know him as Minority of One, uh, Aries Tactical Solutions. He helped us with emergency prep. And if you don't think you need emergency prep knowledge, then you're not watching the news. Sorry. I hate to be like that. But now, every family, you're not doing your job if you don't have some kind of emergency prep in your garage, in your home, somewhere. So check that one out. That guy's great. The next show, though. Really, really, I don't even know how to describe it. Our next show was an emergency show that we put on because in December of 2012, um, there was that horrifying incident at Sandy Hook Elementary. And, man, it just kind of brings the energy in the room down when we talk about that. Uh, Yeah, next job. Yeah, sorry. We put on an active um, shooter scenario with Alan Moore. Ironically, we had him on the week before, and then we called him back for an emergency show because lots of people don't know what to do in the event of an active shooter because people don't think about those things happening to them. Um, We teach uh, self-defense, Nightbug and I, and one of the first things we teach our students is that it could happen to them, it could happen today. Uh, They should know what to do, and they should do it. Without those four things in the forefront of your mind, you're going to do exactly what people in, let me use this example, San Ysidro, California. Um, there was a McDonald's shooting and 22 people died. That shooter had two chances, two, three chances to reload. But people were so catatonically shocked. They were sitting there and could not get themselves up. Only three people got up to run while he was reloading. So, um, we put on that active shooter scenario episode, and the weirdest fucking thing about that episode was that Nightbug and I had had a, a trip to Disneyland scheduled for that week. So we ended up doing that show via phone in um, front of the small world ride in Disneyland.
2: Right under the tram, right?
1: Right under the tram. Yeah, it was so odd. We found a quiet, ish spot in Disneyland where they had plugs for our phones and we called in and did the show from there so surreal talking about active shooters and, and what not to do and what to do from Disneyland we've got a weird freaking life bug you know that
3: yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs>
1: um, so you know what listen to that one if <laughs> if there are only five shows that you listen to from our archives which is stupid they're all free you could be sitting there Drinking a beer, eating a sandwich in your comfy chair, listening to ways to help yourself be safer and happier and healthier. Why wouldn't you want to do that? Because you're dumb. That's why. Um, So the next show after that was uh, the first in a series of three, and they were basic self-defense tips that um, I put on with my SIFU who's uh, my Sifu has been teaching in the largest and longest running uh, martial arts dojo in the San Francisco Bay Area. So, um, and the dojo had the first team to fly out to China and actually beat the Chinese in a Kung Fu tournament um, that we were invited to. So it's a pretty damn good dojo. And uh, my Sifu was on for three of these basic self-defense tips. And they're, they're, defense tips for you for wherever you are in your home you know there, and i'm mentioning home because we also had home safety tips too
2: you know we should have sifu back to uh to just do a song sometime too
1: yeah because he's a he's a musician he's yeah. a barrier musician and he's also yeah. a cop
2: so i think i think we would known him for more than 10 years before we knew he he was a singer
1: yeah he's pretty humble but that <laughs> one's a good one to listen to um Actually, you know what? That's not the one he's on. He's on the second one. But before that, right. we, yeah, yeah, he's oh, on. Oh, uh, right. He's on one of the other ones. We, have a, we had, after that, we had Alex Peek came in. Man, Alex Peek. Do you guys know who that is? Creator of Code Hero. You got to check him out. We had a creativity and progression um, episode. And we talked about creativity's place in society. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, especially if you've got kids. If you got kids, you want to learn different ways to educate them. If the regular way of educating them isn't working, this episode is for you. And then we started something weird. Um, after a few episodes, we, we started this thing called Spitball Sundays. No, so that lasted those? maybe three weekends or something maybe like three, that. Maybe three, four shows. That's where, you know, we were so serious. We'd been serious with the active shooter, with the apocalypse, no preparedness, and the, you know, nightclub safety. We just wanted to be dorks. Um, well, we just wanted to be more dorky because we're always dorks, especially you. the hell is interrupting my kung I told you, see? Um, <laughs> so we just wanted to be completely, I'm going to use the word, uh, no, I'm not. Completely goofy, uh, and we welcomed people to call in. We said, call in, talk to us, ask us questions. And we had the dumbest questions. They were so much fun to try to answer. You can listen to that one. Yeah. Um,
2: this one guy was like, he was like, what's your name? <laughs> and I just laughed and laughed. And, uh...
1: <laughs> this is why we don't put you on the mic very often. Oh, man, we had yeah, a really cool boy.
3: show.
1: We had a cool show that I... I I had so much fun doing is it was our de-escalation, the right thing to do. And you know who we had on? I'll tell you. We had on these two martial arts teachers from Oakland, California, from the Sui Gets Dojo, um, Mike and Melissa. And, man, those guys are badasses. But they came on to teach us de-escalation because they had taught us de-escalation. You guys remember the Occupy movement? Yeah, some of you are swearing right now. Occupy, fuck. I don't blame you. There was, there was, we were so polarized in where we stood with Occupy, um, and it showed. But we, Hero Initiative members, went out there. We went out to the San Francisco, you know, the Occupy San Francisco and Occupy Oakland. And we know how deadly the Oakland one was. That was the one where somebody got shot and killed. But we went out there, and that's where all the riots were. And we provided neutral security for um, the camp. That way, you know, we didn't we didn't choose sides. We made sure that no one wandered in and and beat anybody up. We we made sure that no one was stealing from someone else's tent. Um, and Mike and Melissa were the ones who taught de-escalation classes at Occupy Oakland. By the way, the day that someone got shot, we weren't there. We were we were off that day, unfortunately, or fortunately for us, however you want to look at it. Um, so listen to that one if you want to learn how to de-escalate stuff, because you know you can't just you can't just walk around going, I'm going to fight everybody.
2: Well, you can. We can't tell you what to do.
1: Yeah, that's true. We can't tell you what to do. Go, fight everybody. Have a good time. Tell us how that works out for you. We'll make you a guest.
2: That's right.
1: I'm totally kidding, and if you take that seriously, I just said I'm totally kidding, so shut it. Uh, de-escalation, it's it is the right thing to do, and I'm glad we named the episode that. And then we had this sexy ass. Robo-psychologist. If you want to know what that is, she's a scientist, she's a psychologist, robo-psychologist, long reddish hair, man, hot lady with a brain and a half. I mean, seriously, a brain we're and a half. We're skipping clips, by the way. Uh, am I? What were we supposed to... You skipped
2: a couple.
1: Oh, you know what? Yeah, let's go back to a clip that I'm just I was supposed
2: Not that I don't want to talk about hot, sexy robo-psychologist.
1: I know, right? Oh, that's What right. was up with this one? That one.
2: Is that a clip I already
1: have? Hold on. No. You know what? Okay. I'm looking at clips on, in the studio. We have a little studio that uh, Blog Talk Radio provides us with. It's pretty cool. And I remember from the very start, my old co-host, uh, who's no longer on the show, uh, he and Bug used to fight back and forth for with all these sound bites, and they just, they could never, you know, stop fighting each other while we were talking. So, And that, that clip actually was the uh, Where's Your Brain one. Yeah. It is? Should I play it? That clip, the one you're about to play now. We also had a game show um, where we gave you a prize. The prize was you could send us one line of text. No matter how long it was, and we would have to read it on the air, as long as it wasn't racist or homophobic or anything, you know, anything just stupid like that that you know we're not going to support. We let you tell us what you wanted us to read on on the air. The name of
6: that segment was. Name
1: of that segment was. Dear
6: God, what is that thing?
1: And we'd play clips like. This. Like this.
2: That was Sir Nicholas Cage from Vampires Kiss. If you knew that, you should be ashamed. <laughs> I think I still have that on here, though. Wait, where, you is, it? where is it? You do.
1: It's bad. Did anyone get this? But you just gave it away. I don't know. No, I don't I mean so. when we first no.
2: played it, no one got it.
1: No, we would play. We would play clips from movies. We wouldn't tell you what the movie was. We Wouldn't tell you who the actor was. If you gave us the actor, the movie, or um, the name of the character who made yeah. the noise, we yeah. would, you know, give you the prize. We'd also give you uh, a chance for me to write a haiku um, of your choice. I'd have to write a haiku about any subject you wanted. But nobody ever chose that, you silly rabbits. We have to do that again.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, this was the clip from that one. (laughs) That just sounds...
2: I think the sirens
1: make that one. So bad. It sounds like somebody's getting his ass beat, puking and like falling down some stairs or something and then cops are coming. I, I have no idea. Now I want to see the yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> so that was our game show. We're going to bring that back. We have to do that. Are. Yeah. Because I, I really want somebody to win and either make me write a haiku or, or make me read something ludicrous on the air. I'll do it, too. There's not a lot I want to do. read a haiku
2: there. about ludicrous.
1: I could do a haiku about ludicrous right now. Too. No, I can't. Never
2: mind. Don't, don't, don't. No. Don't do it. Don't go there.
1: So we had uh, a real important show to us uh, with that gorgeous robopsychologist lady, Andrea Kazewski. Look her up. Um, you Google her. Her last name is spelled K-U-S-Z-E-W-S-K-I. She was discussing ex-altruism. And um, the reason that's important to us is because that's what we we called ourselves for a very long time. We still do, don't we? Extreme altruists. And then Nightbug coined the term alt for short. But she first introduced the term extreme altruist for people who are compelled to do good things all the time. And it's interesting. In fact, we, we have a... Clip from that don't we yeah
2: we do have a clip this is she was actually talking about um, there's a test you can take online somewhere to determine if you're a psychopath <laughs> <laughs> and and the idea is that ex altruists are on the opposite side of the scale from psychopaths and she was in the process of developing a test um, that would include the, the ex altruist tendency because the psychopathic tendency test did not account for that possibility. Um, I'll
1: tell you right now, we are psychopaths.
2: That goes without saying.
1: With a purpose, but right. seriously.
2: But here's her talking.
1: I think identifying people and inspiring them to take action, knowing that they're not going to be all by themselves, I think that's a really important thing. So I think, yeah. you know, you, people are like, well, you don't want to brag. You don't want to turn this into a, you know, a media thing for my own personal fame. But I think getting out there is important because you're inspiring other ex-altruists that, that may not have quite, you know, the self-confidence to step out and, and be as fearless. And, and you're kind of inspiring right. them to take that first step. You hear that? If you find that you want to do all kinds of good things and you're going, geez, what's going on with the world? And you're always saying things like, I want to be the change that I seek, et cetera. You don't know what to do. You're listening to the right show. You're listening to the right people. We can help you um, become a psychopath. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. We can help you put your altruistic ways to good use. Seriously.
4: Give yourselves to the dark
1: side. Wow, you always have to pull in Star Wars. I do. Wow.
0: Because... <laughs> he <Eddie> is stupid.
1: <laughs> you, you,
2: yeah. man...
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so right. that, what do you want? that one, you know, look up these archives. Like I said, that one was a really good one. Um, We know some, you know, if you listen to that show, we were listening to that part of it today, and, and we realized that some people we knew really do fall on the, not necessarily psychopath, but sociopathic side. There's, there's so
2: quite a few out there running quite around. Quite a
1: few out there running around under the guise of good people. Okay. Anyway.
2: Lots, lots of Facebook ninjas.
1: Lots of Facebook ninjas and not So, So, uh, yeah, we had a Nation of Heroes show. <laughs> Nation of Heroes. Here we go. You guys, Nation of Heroes is the documentary that's going to be coming out this year. We're making a freaking documentary. Well, we went out and filmed most of it. We've got a couple other scenes left to film, but we are putting out a documentary, for better or for worse. It's almost like a marriage, too, you know. Anyway, (laughs) I know, fourth thing. Um, And we wanted to go around the country, and we did. You know what's amazing about this? How many people say, I'd really like to go on a cross-country trip and make a documentary, and they sound really dorky like that. And we do this. People talk about this shit all the time, but how many people do you know that can put something huge like that out there? We're going to go across America and make a documentary. We did it last year. And we did it good. We did it hard. This is turning into a porno show. like you and I. <laughs> oh, my I mean, God. Uh... You know what? Can we put chunk vomiting back on? Because our poor listeners don't need to hear that. Um, seriously, though, we went 70, almost 7,800 miles. And if you know how big America is, it's, it's only like 3,000 miles mm-hmm. from end to end.
2: Because we drove underneath. Oh, we way dro- back. oh
1: my God. We 25 states in 20. 20- from here to New York, and then, back. and we filmed people doing good things, people who are compelled to do things. And um, we, we, I'm gonna say it. I'm really sick of the honey boo boo mentality and the Kim Kardashian mentality and the Jersey Shore. Man, we up my Jersey, and I was gonna pull over and just look for a Jersey Shore wife just and throw stuff at, just him. throw stuff at him But uh, we, we filmed people doing. Good things, things that should be acknowledged, not these bitches with lots of hairspray and, yes, right, seriously, wow. seriously what the Kardashians do? person can call in and tell me what they're worth. I'll send you a Starbucks gift card for like, you know, $10. Or a
2: dollar. Or,
1: I don't know, something like that.
2: Here's an espresso
1: shot. the espresso hey. shot, yeah. But seriously, tell me what they're doing. They're not doing crap. There are people out there, there's a lady in Oakland, California, who is planting trees. She's planted hundreds, maybe thousands of trees in Oakland. Why? Because we need it. We need the oxygen. We need the... Somewhere like Oakland needs all the visual help they can get. They need lots of help, but why not start there?
2: All right. So, Ira says, love the emphasis put on the word bitches, by the way. You do?
1: <laughs> you know, Uncle Ira, if you saw me during football season... Oh my god i try so hard to keep it in check because i've got i've got kids i've got a young son and when football's on the swear jar is overflowing and i say the f word a lot and i'm like a sailor with threats.
2: and i run for my life
1: that's right because you're a smart man i
2: wasn't even allowed for the last game i came in to make me and the boy and then all Get out. get out! They're starting to do bad. I said, "Fine, fine, fine. Bye." <laughs> I'll
1: make my tea and I'm gone. Bye. I saw your FD post. Oh, so you saw that? <laughs> you saw that. Uh, goddamn fucking referees? What the hell? Yeah, yeah, I said that. Don't even get me, star- um, don't get me started. I'm, I'm, okay, started. Don't get me started. i am get am started. Don't get me started. A Niners fan. I was a Raider fan. Uh, by many decades, you'll know how old I am. Close to it. Uh-huh. But um, I'm still a Raider. but I, I stuck with gates and uh i felt we got shafted yeah and you can call me a whiner you want but if you to my face i will hit you violent thing i've ever said on tribe radio i will hit you if you call me a whiner to my face whiner oh my god <laughs> okay. speaking
2: of getting shafted uh, we skipped a clip from our booth oh
1: let's hear that okay by the way everything it? i just said I take it back. I, I talk a big game, but really, I, I'm probably the pacifist you've ever seen in your life. Seriously. You liar. No, I, when have you, you ever... Liar. Hold up, hold up. This is a moment of truth here. We've been together for 20-something years. When have you ever seen me raise a hand in violence to anyone that hasn't deserved it?
2: From half a foot away.
1: <laughs> no, seriously.
2: From my face.
1: From you, yeah, from you. That's it, but...
2: Oh, do you uh, your ex?
1: Okay, you know what? That was, that was 20 that years ago. That was before you, I started teaching martial over arts. on the highway? That was 20 years ago. That was before I <laughs> started teaching martial arts. Before I learned from my Sifu and before I realized you can't be violent like that because there yeah. are consequences and people get hurt. Really That's
2: true. They were actually before, before martial arts.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was saying, don't lie. She beat you down when the Niners lose. <laughs>
2: Much.
1: Oh dude, we broke our punching bag. We have to fix it. Now, so. we oh, pulled a
2: awesome. Captain America. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> it's time I would hit the punching bag in quite a long time, and uh, I was I gave it an L, and it just flew off the rack. <laughs> I went, whoa,
1: right on.
2: It was uh, the the part where it connects was actually rusted up, so I. Was, oh, man, you just let the right there. I the badass. I thought I was.
1: Right oh, Okay, so our Sifu was on the show with me, and it, the, the, it was of three shows about uh, self-defense. When I say self-defense, we don't, we don't advocate violence. We just don't. We advocate de-escalation. I tell my students, run if you can. There is no dishonor in running. There isn't. I'm sorry. If it's a safer thing to do, get the fuck out of there. Um, if you use self-defense, you use it because you had no other... Alternative, and that was it. You exercised every other means of stopping the fight, and so my seafood came on. And uh, Bugs got a clip from him.
6: Yeah. Anytime we avoid a fight, then we're using the martial arts. Um, anytime There's we one don't one. have to use it, we've we won.
1: I love that. Anytime we don't have to use the martial arts, we've won. Um, I love seconds. that. I love that because you know people people hear oh you're well, I had a friend one time uh, just one time <laughs> yeah and just one friend Oh, uh, shut the fuck up um and he was saying that taking any type of martial arts is just just promoting the violence because it's teaching people violence I don't get into that I, I if he really knew um at least what our school taught about you don't you don't want if you don't have to, and don't ever use it, you know, and that's what I tell my students, just don't if you don't have to. Anyway, um, moving on from that, that's, that's one of the reasons I love my seafood and my school. Speaking of school, we had this guy on, you know, we're always doing our homeless outreach. homeless outreach going on on Saturday. We're feeding them hot soup. This soup is good, too. Man, we don't feed them anything we wouldn't eat ourselves, um, except maybe Twinkies. I think we've given out a couple Twinkies, I don't think I'll eat. Yeah. Really? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Okay. Something. Okay. Uh, um wait. I like the immediately shit my pants and scream, laugh like an idiot method. Right. We need to have you the show. That's a great way to get a fight to stop. It is. Oh, uh, man, we didn't, didn't Michael do that? Yes, yes, he did. He was he found himself in the part of town one time was a lot of violence and he was uh, being eyed by some very scary individuals. So he did the smart thing and he pulled his shirt off, he peed on himself and he started ranting, raving like a lunatic. Made it out of there safe and alive. Don't tell me. <laughs> it doesn't work. Um, yeah. Okay. Anyway, back to this. We, we do these homeless outreaches. Once um, We uh, want to help them. We feel like we're just Band-Aid, you know, on the situation. And, yeah, we pretty much are. But uh, Sarah, who's in the chat uh, now, told me when I was at L.A. Skid Row, and I was kind of overwhelmed by how many, not kind of, I was freaking overwhelmed by this, what is it, eight to 11,000 homeless people at any given time in L.A. Skid Row. And I said, I don't feel like we're really helping. I feel like we're Band-Aiding this, and it's its fine. And he told me, no, because, you know what, you're giving that one person hope. So kudos to you, Sarah, I never forgot that. And, um, yeah, that's, that's really important to give them hope, but it's also important to get to the root of the problem and help these people who want to get back into society, back into society. And that's what Tiger Todd of hero school did when he came on, uh, when he came on our show, he told us just how his school, hero school goes out and finds homeless people around the Las Vegas area. Um, we went out with him, and he helps these people get back into society. He helps them get ready for jobs. They help them get suits and clothes to wear to their interviews. How, many, how, how successful is this? It's successful to the tune of over 30,000 homeless that this guy has helped. Him and Hero School. His hero school has helped that many people get back into society. And ultimately, that's what you want to do. So if that really interests you and it interests the hell out of me, you should listen to that episode. Besides, the guy, so charismatic. I think he's, he's kind of Bruce Campbellish, isn't he?
2: I think he is Bruce Except Campbell. Except he's
1: not as smarmy. I love Bruce campbell No, he's not
2: at all as smarmy. But he is a talker, so this is the longest clip we have. But we, we love hearing him talk. It's worth it. it it's worth it. Here we go.
7: America is, is, is such a country of so many, what Nietzsche would call, late cultures and broken lights. And we have all these fractions of philosophies and, and principles to guide us, and no one's taken the time to do the work to, figure, to, to master any one of them. And so we go out trying a fraction of one for you know, 10 feet, and then we say, well, this one might not be working, so let's try this one. And we've tried a lot of things, and no one really has an anchor for their soul to know which, which steps worked. And so, you know, what we ended up doing with Euro School was just finding out that there was a core formula that didn't just work in movies to help the character get there, against impossible obstacles, impossible odds, and, you know, achieving an impossible goal. But we found it was the same journey for, you know, a one loser named Shaquille O'Neal to eventually get rings and become a champion. And people, you know, and in, in, in unfortunately the nonprofit and college worlds would have him working on his free throws. Well, look, you're never going to get the dude to get free throw percentages above 50%. But there's a master, there's an expert like a Phil Jackson when he became coach of the Lakers who knew exactly what to do with Shaq and turn him into a champion, help him get rings. And so someone knows. And we just need to find that formula that works for sports, the same one that works for education, the same one that works for religion.
1: That guy has the formula. And I won't too much you can listen to uh the show but uh one of the main things he emphasizes is the character must change just like in any movie any story you ever hear the character must change otherwise there is no story so listen to that one that one's really good um what else do we have that what are your favorite ones that uh that we had i'm looking at all these we've had some great shows like we had one called loud and clear our communication episode Mm. (laughs) and and the irony is um, that I think we had that. Do we have that show scheduled before we had had a huge fight in our initiative collective at the time? Uh, Actually
2: it was not soon, not too, too long after that that happened. Oh, it was after that. They talked about it on the show too.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. So that's really funny. Um, Oh, you know what? There's a, a tribe radio, um, If you just want to chill out sometime, there's a Tribe Radio episode that's called A Very Special Tribe Radio. Many people don't know that uh, there are so many people in the um, Hero Initiative that are musicians. And that episode is just DJed songs that we all either wrote or sang in, in our bands. So that, one, that one's really fun. Have to no, go we're ahead. skipping clips again. Are we skipping clips?
2: We have one from uh, the Loud, Loud and Clear, and Clear?
1: Oh, well, the, this guy is from our... Hold Stop on. talking, Batgirl. I know. I can't help it. It's what I do. <laughs> it's all I do. <laughs> hold on, hold on. This one, let me preface it, is our Chicago, well, Illinois Hero Initiative um, founder. His name is Tree Song. That's his real name. And he's a really sweet person. Uh, very grounded, and he hosted and uh, gave us info on communication for that episode. And so here's the clip from Song.
5: As I said, you know, communication is a skill that can be learned. You know, uh, there's some people who have more of an aptitude for it than others, but some people have the sense that, oh, you know, I just always get into arguments. That's just how I am, you know. But we we can learn how to communicate differently so that we don't end up causing these arguments or perpetuating these arguments. And really, it's better for everyone involved. Like, you know, it helps get done what everyone needs to get done. It helps meet everyone's needs, whatever goal you're accomplishing, whether it's going out and doing a neighborhood launch or talking to community members in a community center. Uh, It's helpful for everyone.
1: Uh, You want better communication skills for your place of employment, for your family, for your relationships? Just listen to that one. There were so many good tips there, so many good things to try. Um, yeah, that was that was a good episode. Um, you have another clip on there, that uh. I do. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at that one. You know, uh,
2: from Sean, yeah.
1: we had ways to help you communicate, ways to help you stay safe, right? Ways to help you prepare. Man, we even have ways to help you eat properly. <laughs> we had a three-part series on nutrition. And the first one was, uh, it featured our very own Vector, who's uh, been a nutrition student for about six years, and he gave us some wonderful tips on, uh, and helped debunk a lot of myths. And the second one featured our own Allison, also known as Sakura Tora, of the California Hero Initiative Los Angeles branch. Uh, she's the head of that, and she, uh, whoa, dude, she's certified nutritionist, and all kinds of great hints and things to try. That one was a great episode. We topped off that three-part series with Check This Out. We got Sean Croxton of Underground Wellness to show up on the third one and just talk, tell us, you know, great things about nutrition and health. If you know who Sean Croxton is, Sean Croxton has number one health and wellness show on Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio has, I believe, Hundreds of thousands of um, different radio shows. He has the number one show. So we had a connection, to him and he came on onto our superfoods three-part uh, series. It just blew our minds with some stuff. You guys should listen to that. If you're feeling tired, you're feeling shitty, and you don't know why, you know, just your food probably has ninety percent uh, to do with it. So listen to that. Listen to our superfoods um yeah oh um, yeah play that please besides sean's fun
2: he's fun and they're talking about bacon <laughs> which is awesome. what do you think of bacon sean
0: <laughs> i think bacon's good for you and i think it's quite tasty <laughs> as well and you know but, but here's the thing about bacon um you want to make sure that it's bacon coming from a good pastured source you know, um, this weekend, as a matter of fact, it was kind of funny. Like, I was really pumped about this whole Bacon Fest thing that was going on in San Diego. I could not <laughs> wait to go to this. But it was sponsored by a factory farm is what oh. I learned um, over the Uh-oh. weekend. Like, it was like this, The morning I went, somebody sent me an email, and I was like, Hormel? I ain't going to put on by Hormel. I'm cool, <laughs> right? And so <laughs> even though I love some bacon, you've got to make sure that it comes from a, a really good source. I mean, like uh, peach Paleo has great bacon um, you know, as long well as you need to have some great bacon as well. You may be able to get some good bacon at Whole Foods. So you want to make sure it's pastured, that it's not some sick pig, you know, all cooped up in the factory farm with a million other pigs and doesn't get to live its real life and, or the way it's supposed to live and doesn't get to the food that it's supposed to eat. And so, you know, bacon can be good for you if it's due right type of bacon
1: he's right because I've had some crappy bacon I'll drop by a corner store if we ran out of bacon I don't do this anymore and I will pick up some bacon you you know side by side it with some bacon that's like nitrate nitrite free and comes from a better store man the corner store bacon tastes like crap the other bacon is like smoky bacony heaven and and um what is crappy bacon? <laughs> You're Irish. You would ask that. <laughs> what is this? What is this crappy bacon? Yeah. And I, you must
2: understand the I crappy want some bacon. bacon
1: now, too, man. We haven't had dinner. We should have some bacon. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I had bacon this morning. You didn't. You
1: had bacon? Man, I'm going to go bacon, have bacon after dinner. I bacon That's breakfast. Break. Damn it, Sean. We're going to go have bacon. bacon of, you know what? I'm not going to talk about every one of our shows. We can show, too. I'd like to bring I do have up. one
2: more. This is a good
1: one. But we've got one more. Class. There were so many shows... On our next show, though, next Tuesday, we will revisit a couple of those other shows, to um, have a couple of other clips. But there is one show that came after that uh, Superfoods finale with uh, Sean Croxton that Nightbug was particularly fond of, and it was Nightbug Nerdfest, his birthday nerd fest. Because in case you right. haven't surmised by now, Nightbug is the nerd, no.
2: the
1: quintessential nerd. Sorry about
2: that. I'm only a B level nerd though, really. I'm not an A level nerd.
1: I, I for
2: sure. When people start talking about Dungeons and Dragons in public I pretend I can't hear them. Because I don't I don't want to be thrown in with them. In <laughs> in, in, in like safe way, you know?
1: Yes, I know, but you know what, and the thing that differentiates you from a lot of nerds too, even though this is changing, you know, when you think of the iconic nerd, you think of the, the I talk like this and I've got like a tie on and a little pocket protector. Bug's hot, so he doesn't look like your typical, you know, nerd, so I'm pretty, pretty uh, stoked about that.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I am. There you go. I'm just trying to get you to wash oh. the dishes for me. Anyway. Again? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Anyway, speaking of bacon, speaking of nerds, let's hear this clip and then we'll bring on our guest. Okay. I was a level 23 monk, Ira. What are you saying <laughs> in the chat room? What the hell? D&D doesn't go to 23 levels, does it? Oh no, wait.
2: Never mind.
1: Whoa, my God! Yes, it does. He was monk. went to level 23. It goes to 23.
2: Monk wow. started off as the worst class and ended up I as the best class. I did not know that. Wow, right, we're going to have
1: to discuss this. Undercover nerds is right. That's Totally. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, we should D&D sometime? What's really funny is, check Holy. this out. Just, when was it? Sunday? There was another radio show that Bug was on, and he actually conducted a and d game for, we'll talk more about that on another show, but... Mm.
2: It was Star Wars, but
1: it was Star Wars D and D game. You're correct. Yeah, and we even had our our dyes out here somewhere, right? A twenty sided twenty sided die. They're around. Okay.
2: But this clip, this clip. So for the show, what you didn't say was we had a we had a trivia contest. People were trying to beat me with nerdy trivia. Well, we went back and forth. That's right. Um, I did pretty well. A few people schooled me, um, but one of our guests was Crimson Fist from Atlanta, Georgia. He's a cool dude, and uh, this is a clip of of uh, his trivia question for me, I believe. All right, let's see here. I'll give I'll, I'll give you one that that you might get here as well. Uh, some mm-hmm. people know it, some people don't. So the character of Wolverine yeah. first appeared in what <laughs> other hero's book? I'm going to say Incredible Hulk. That is correct, sir. What?
1: We got a tied game going on, right? You guys are amazing. All right, so. uh...
2: And if I remember correctly, he looked kind of ridiculous at first. He did. Yes. What were we? Didn't yeah. did he actually have whiskers? I believe so. Painted on his mask. Yeah. yeah.
1: What yeah. the hell, really?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'll look up that picture
1: later. Wow. Oh my god, you guys are freaking nerds. That is so nerdy. <laughs> I love it. Nerdy. <laughs> Total nerdy. Oh my gosh. Um. So that's what we did on his birthday. He was on the radio drinking and, and inviting anybody to stump him in some nerd type of... Star Wars, especially. So if you've got a nerd Star Wars question or thing you want to stump him with, you can call in tonight. And see if you can do it now. But before we get to that, we have to get to our special secret surprise guest. People are going, who the hell do you guys have as a surprise guest? Well, who is the right word. In fact, I can't do it. Can you do it? Do it like it's... There you go. That helps. If you're part of the real-life superhero community, you know who the hell we have on our queue right now just from those silly sounds we just made. In case you don't know anything about the real-life superhero community, hang up right now because we're just going to bore you. I'm kidding. There's a group of people out there, and they're growing by the hundreds of thousands, and they do good deeds, and some of them wear costumes and patrol the streets, and some give out sandwiches, and they're called... uh They're called real-life superheroes. So um, we've got one who's been around the community for the longest time, and we really like this guy because we know him inside and outside of the community, and we thought it would be very fitting to bring him on. And with that, welcome Night Owl.
3: Hello. Hello.
4: (laughs) Oh, I'm so scared.
3: <laughs>
1: Bug is already, You know they've been back and forth already today, texting, being just dumbasses to each other. It's hilarious. But um, see, so he's bring Bugs, bringing his uh, sound bites. So you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to step it up here, Cam, because yeah. Anyway, I, I, I,
7: I've been I've been listening for the last 50 minutes just in the background, and yeah, you from from 601, you've been pulling the sound sound effects.
1: Yeah, he. that's right. what he does. That's how he speaks. If he could Darth Vader out all the time and just use, like, a voice box thing, careful, Bug. You might get what you wish for and then have, like, a tricky, uh-uh. I'm
2: married to you, I already have what I wished for.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, where's that puking sound from, Chuck? That
2: it? makes no sense.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. So, Night Owl, oh, my God. We're so happy to have you on here because we wanted to pull Night Owl on. We had a whole series a seven-part series of um so technically this is number seven of seven of what we call neighborhood heroes we pulled on a bunch of the real life superhero community and um got them to tell us some tips about what they do in their communities and what you can do in your communities and what you know started them out and now i gotta ask you the very first question that you know, I never got to ask you this in person, so here we are on the radio. Oh, okay. What is, what is your favorite soda flavor?
7: Oh, mm, that's tough. Um, Meat. You know, I'm I'm probably, probably probably partial to Dr Pepper or root beer.
1: Are you serious, Dr Pepper?
7: Yeah, yeah. But, but uh, you like with, cra- with some Kraken. No, oh,
1: yeah, oh, yeah, there you go. You just redeemed yourself.: <laughs> Okay, so no, seriously. The first question I wanted to ask you was, what because you've been you're you know, somebody was having a, um, a chat about veterans recently, and what yeah. qualifies someone as a veteran? Well, really, veterans to me are, are people in the military who've done service, but if you're going to refer to anybody in the real life superhero community as a veteran, you would be one of the people who, well, uh, yeah. you know, you've
7: been it's, around it's, forever. It's been a little, it's a little subjective because there were people who were around years before me. I didn't come on the scene until um, late 2007 when I first kind of started interacting with people online and then didn't create my persona until January of 20 or 2008. By then, years before then, there was already guys like Master Legend and Toby and Superhero and Data Man. Uh, These are the guys that I looked up to and people that I had heard of and just kind of done a little research online. Um, So those, to me, are the people I was like, oh, wow, you know, it's nice to meet you.
1: You know what? I want to know what started you on this because, you know, and I'm going to bust you out here. This guy is so much fun. He can sing like a motherfucker. I mean, seriously. In fact, I probably have some youtube video of it i do sorry you're not going to get me to take that down so because um, we've <laughs> uh, done karaoke okay. together this guy can sing I, and i actually
7: just just did karaoke not too long ago
1: oh you did oh you didn't yeah. record any of it fail it's a okay. Chris,
7: employee, employee christmas party that you know spilled over uh, into the early morning hours
1: did you do did you do um plush i did That is, that's like one of my favorites that you do. That one's, ah. Anyway, I tried to do that at karaoke the other, you know, like when we went to Atlanta and we met up with Crimson Fist. I was like, I Mm -hmm. love this song so much. In case you guys don't know that song, that one, give me like two seconds of it. I'm making you sing a little bit. Oh, You're making me sing? Dude, Crimson Fist song, superhero song. What, are you better than them? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying?
7: (laughs) Uh. Big whoop. Wanna fight about it? Um, uh, <laughs> all right. So
1: um, sing think. anything.
6: And
7: I feel the times and can go, where you go until tomorrow. And I see these are the lives to come. Would you even care? My girlfriend's giving me the funnest thing right now.
1: <laughs> well, that hit the spot. It did. That was awesome. Thank you. Woo. See, and that that's not even you like cutting loose either. It's like, it's, anyway, no, I can go on. I, I, uh, I, I no,
7: I moved, I moved to, I don't have any roommates anymore, but I do live in an apartment complex. So there's thin walls and, you know, you on know, the evening, I don't want to make up too much pounding on the walls from the neighbors.
1: See and I yeah because otherwise I'd have you do it I'd be like don't be a puss just do it but man okay I gotta quit sounding like fangirl but that's fun I love anybody who will just launch out into some music um but not only that listeners he's also uh he's done tour in, how many times have you been to Iraq
7: okay so um I actually let me get back to your earlier question and kind of lead into um, yeah
3: yeah take you your know, time.
7: A, a fair timeline. So um, at the time um, when I found the community, I was working mm-hmm. as a firefighter. I was fresh out of firefighting academy, and I came across one of these websites that talked about it. I started talking with people on MySpace. That gives you an idea how long ago it was.
3: <laughs> exactly. <How long? laughs>
7: um, and so I started talking with them, and there was a lot of people who, as I've, you know, said several times in the past, to so other people that can't separate these paraphernalia of comic books which uh, how it squares with reality. So, you know, you're not going to climb a building, you know, with a, a grappling hook and, you know, you're not going to
3: descend down
7: it without proper gear and other things. And I just try to point them in the direction of what is practical and uh, things that are not going to get them killed because, you know.
1: They're not bulletproof, never, right.
7: Well, yeah, no one is. And so I talked with them and I started – discussing with them. And, I was like, you know, and then I started joining the forums and talking to other people online and started meeting other real-life superheroes. I first met um, Amazonia and Superhero in Florida, did a bunch of other things, um, kind of traveled around when I could meet other people I did. I ended up getting a job. A classmate of mine from Firefighting Academy hooked me up with um, a person to talk to to get a job overseas as a private contractor working for the government as a civilian firefighter in Iraq. So three months later there I was in Baghdad and working as a firefighter. Now that's not to say I was driving around a fire truck in downtown Baghdad, you know, (laughs) swerving to avoid, avoid, you know, gunshots and bombs and other things like that. It was far, far less glamorous as you may project (laughs) in in your imagination. So, I would do that for about four, or five months, and then I would get a week or two off, um, of furlough. Mm-hmm. And while I, when I could, I would try and visit family or take some time to travel abroad. So I, I went to, I went to London and I met a couple of the United Kingdom re-elected superheroes there. Then I also traveled to uh, Superheroes Anonymous three, which is in New Bedford, Massachusetts. Met a bunch of people there. And then. all all traveling around um, in these six-week road trips in between contracts. And after my second year in Iraq, I was able to also, uh, I took a trip to Vancouver, D.C. during the Winter Olympics. That was exactly four years ago coming up now. Wow. So I got to to travel a lot. Um, When I left Iraq for good, um, I decided to go to paramedic school, but it was in here in a small town on the opposite side of the river in Washington. I live in Portland now. So I, took, I guess, Like you guys did, I took a 7 1000 mile road trip in the scenic route, um, wow. going, f- going from Ohio east to New York, Boston, Rhode Island, all the way down the east coast, down to the Florida Keys, all the way back up the Gulf side, and then straight across the Midwest, visited all kinds of people along the way, and then straight up the west coast from there. And then whenever I took uh, a trip, if I could contact people, in, uh, in the vicinity, uh, I would try and, and meet, meet other people. So I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, um, but the long and short of it is I'm pretty, pretty well-traveled for when it comes to meeting other real-life superheroes in the community. My last count, um, the last time I looked, which is a while ago, I was by far and away had met more people in person, that is, um, than any other real-life superhero. Probably like I think I think low low hundred and forty ish
1: right, I remember yeah. seeing that, yeah, I was like,
7: man um, that, yeah i I keep a running tally, um i wish I really wish I had um done a better job of taking photos along the way, um you know, just to kind of detail the journey, but um it was early on, and you know don't don't pay attention to things like that. So that's the long and short of it. Um, um, a professional firefighter background and EMS background. Went to paramedic school. Now I am working in a biomedical field <clears throat> where my paramedic degree helps me determine whether if someone is a suitable donor or not. I don't really use all of my skills in this kind of job, but I would like to. Um, I am kind of keeping. I'm actually when I was listening to the radio show earlier, I was filling out a job application
1: for uh-huh. a paramedic
7: job here here in Portland, full-time paramedic job.
1: Nice. And
7: another, another one across the river. So I'm keeping my eyes open. I got my recertification coming up here soon. And that's the long and the short of it. That's the last, uh, was it 2008 to
1: 2014 in a nutshell? You've been a busy boy. Now, what I'm hoping is that you get this full-time paramedic position because the stories that we're going to hear you know, the ones that you post are going to be so interesting if you get this. See, it's it's purely for selfish reasons that I want you to do this. But you know, mm-hmm. but you know, because you do, you post some good stuff when you were doing that. We got to read some of it. Was like, oh no, but then it it, it helps you to to empathize with what's going on with you know, an, an emergency medical service personnel. So it's it's not you know, I don't think anybody takes you guys for granted anymore. By the way, ladies, you hear that? He's smart, he's funny, he's good-looking, but you know what? His girlfriend's gorgeous, so uh, if you're getting a crush on this guy, forget it. She'll probably cut you. So, uh, you know. She will. That doesn't mean you shouldn't listen. Listen to what he's saying because I'm going to ask you a couple of questions regarding first responder stuff, if that's okay with you.
7: No problem. Fire away.
1: Fire away. (laughs) It's a test. You got your research coming up anyway. You might as well get ready for it. Here, I'll help you. Um, you um, Just look that way. It doesn't work that way. This is our show. We can say it works that way. Shut up, Bug. If you are the first person, and I understand it, it's case by case. It depends on what scene you come upon. But right now, especially for, for the real-life superhero community, they can say, I'm going to take this course, this course, and this course. What the hell do you think they should take first?
7: Okay. Is, is there a specific scenario, or are you just giving a blanket? Um, I'm giving yeah,
1: yeah a blanket a blanket and then we'll get more specific. But for now, uh,
7: well that 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 is generally an, an easy um, kind of question to answer. the The first thing they teach you when, when so when you learn firefighting or paramedic or anything relating to public safety, the first thing they're gonna teach you is a general principle of scene safety. Which, and by that I mean, when you come on to the scene of whatever it is, you have it constantly in the background. Am I safe? Um, what are the hazards? Be constantly aware. Don't, put, get, don't get blinders on. Don't get too excited. Um, this is not your emergency. Uh, and it, it, it sounds a very callous thing to say that, but you are there to respond, but you are there um, to not fix anything or, or undo it. You're just trying to stabilize that person, get them into a, a, more, um, you know, a higher ability to reverse some of these situations. You're not going to fix a whole lot in the back of an ambulance. Um, There are some things you can you can kind of temporarily remedy, but um, long-term care is really going to be found at definitive care in the hospital. But in the purest essence, you need to remember to protect yourself. Always know your exits, know what your hazards are. You know if you're talking about a car wreck on the side of the road, um, pay attention to to other traffic. Is it a country road? Is it a five, six-lane highway? Are there downed power lines? Are there fuel spilled? Is it a, a tanker truck overturned? There's all kinds of things that you need to be aware of. Which way is the wind blowing? Is it going to blow back on me with all of these fumes and flames case? So don't get blinders on. Don't run up, you know, um, and double the work of the number of people that need to be saved because, you know, you didn't take two seconds to survey the scene. Um, following that, the general acronym uh, is body substance isolation, so just a pair uh, latex or nitrile gloves. Um, nitrile seems to be the preference these days because more people who work in healthcare are finding their ale- latex allergy and other people have latex allergies out there. So a pair latex or uh, nitrile gloves are always needed, maybe uh, a mask um, or kind of general things, but this is just general, general, general things.
1: The, you know, just listening to you saying that, because I have asked, you know, like I said, this is this number seven in the series, it's number seven also, our anniversary show, um, in the series of, of questions. No one ever answered that before. No one said, scene safety. Now, well, and that's so important.
7: There, there's, there's I mean, you, you'll be hard-pressed to find any cop, firefighter, you know, anyone who works on an ambulance, paramedic or EMT, regardless, um, who will not, you know, have this mindset of, I'm going home alive and safe tonight. You know, there's, there's a lot of risk involved in this job in, in various aspects. Hell, even the inside of your firefighting helmet says firefighting is, quote, literally, it's the tag says ultra-hazardous. So there's, there's all wow. sorts of things that are, that are dangerous about those jobs mostly because of all of the random factors. You, you you don't have a lot of opportunity to have all the information you need or would like to have before you arrive to those things. But you do need to have a, a constant state of vigilance and um, just self-preservation.
1: That's absolutely true. Thank you. Because uh, a couple of things you said made sense to me. And, and you know, if you think that these were comments you would think, These were just common sense things. They're not. I've heard a lot of different answers on and off this radio show. I've heard when I ask people, "What do I? What do you think the first thing you should be trained in um, is when you're out there?" I've heard people say self defense, martial arts, and you know they honestly believe that that it's more important to do that. For me, I think, and in in hearing you, I think uh, being trained in scene safety. Uh, is is first and foremost out of any. Well,
7: you have to you have to remember the the great uh, variety of people that work in all of these fields. There are all sorts of different shapes and sizes, ages, so as well as you know both genders. So you have to keep in mind the number one thing is, is that they, they they go home safely, and right. a lot of people unfortunately because of TV. And movies and, and modern media and a certain projection, um, hero worship—you um, know—kind of chasing after the particular image that's been ingrained in them. And that's not a very—you uh, never, you never really see in any of these movies or shows, you know, the the, the paramedic shows up, they load him in the ambulance and they go. They, they don't show what happens in the back of those ambulances on the ride. And then the next thing you know, the person is waking up, their loved ones are by their side, and they, they gently flooded their eyes and there's a, <laughs> a, a gasp of relief, you know, an exasperated sigh from the loved one, like, oh, I didn't think you were going to make it. Nobody showed, you know, well, I mean, maybe in shows like ER, you know, the, all of the, the whole team of people and the chain of events and the constant struggle, you know, yeah, I, can, I, can, I can go off on a rant here, but there's quite a bit of, 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 uh, of reduction a redaction from this whole this whole scenario you know for the for the sake of a of a 48 minute show
1: right (laughs) i hear for the sake of brevity is it you know and i know i know we can and i've i've had you as a house guest which i've been pretty happy about we we love having you as a house guest by the way it's a lot of fun um but yeah, you know, I do we too. You-
7: it's, it's, uh, it's raining and cold here. So yes, I, I do like being oh. a guest down there.
1: Ah, uh, see, anytime, dude. Um, but yeah, we, we know we can both be a little verbose. But I love it because it's interesting to me. But for the sake of our, our audience, I will. Um, wait, I want to read some of these, these chat room comments we're getting. Um, by the way, I want to reemphasize to people, he did say don't double the work of people out there. It's not your emergency. So if yep. you're a part of the uh, real-life superhero movement and you're out there and you want to run in, you know, just guns blazing and stuff, you're just going to end up being another person that the, the, you know, paramedics have to take care of when they could have only been taking care of one. So
7: well, just, well, just, just to, to kind of add two cents to this, and there's, a, there's a sort of uh, kind of motto that I learned back in firefighting school is that you, you risk a lot to save a lot. You risk very little to save little. So if, you're, if there's nothing worth saving, and if we're not talking about human life, we're only talking mm-hmm. about property damage and other things like that, um, or if there's, even if it is for human life, but the, the odds are so stacked against you. You, know, you don't run into a burning building to, you know, if it's fully engulfed to try and drag out a person from an environment that no human can possibly survive. Right. You know, you're, you're 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 going to suffocate in a matter of minutes. Fires are not like what you see on TV. They're dark. Yeah. They're black. You can barely see a hand in front of your face. Um, it's and it's impressively hot. So. Wow. And, and I don't wanna I don't wanna like make a you know I any mean, puffed up idea about what firefighters have to deal with, but it's, it's it's no joke. The the sense of what people perceive you know mostly from their own
1: experience
7: right. does not does not really match. Uh, the reality of it. So, uh, again, with that, you know, don't... If if, if you don't think that um, that looks like a situation anyone could survive, you know, even if it's a baby, there's a baby inside a burning building. If, mm-hmm. if, if, the, the, place, if the place is from floor to ceiling, you know, all three floor, four floors of a building engulfed and the roof is caving in, you're not going to make it in or out alive. I mean, that's a you know... You know, dancing with 1,400 degrees inside, one big mm-hmm. gulp of air, and you're going to die. It's just right. the, that's just the, that's just the math of it. So
3: yeah, um, when exactly. It, when, we, when we
7: say you you, you risk a lot, a out. There's thousands and thousands of dollars on these firefighters' backs and, and bodies just to help them um, mitigate some of that risk. But that doesn't make it safe for them by any exactly. stretch of the imagination. Uh, you the, the better firefighter gear gets. It doesn't. We still lose the same amount of firefighters every year. Um, yeah. So it's not. It's not necessarily an improving situation. It's just the, the gear is getting better. Right. Anyway,
1: no. I digress. No, no, no. So that's that's, we that's what we want to hear. Besides that, we you know we've never had someone who's actually trained in you know firefighting here either. So we've got you know the best of both worlds uh, in our chat room. Uh, getting back to wondering what pe- people, especially the RLSH, should know before they even hit the streets. We've got Seraph. F- um, of the California Hero Initiative Los Angeles saying street smarts, common sense. We've got Ira um, saying diplomacy and law and uh, knowing the difference between what you are lawfully allowed to do and what is right to do and how to mesh the two is the most important thing. Yeah, that's that's a, that covers a lot of it for me too is, is knowing what you should do, you know and um, with you I'm, I'm getting more of the, the medical side if you will because a lot of people will say, "Well, I'm going to take, you know, I'm going to take martial arts before I get out there. I'm going to learn uh, the laws of our, you know, our city, the ordinances and such." Which those are both good things, but I still think one of the best things you can do is to learn first responder um, skills because that's usually, you yeah. know, if you come upon something, right? First responder would help more than anything else.
7: Even even firefighters. Um, and cops without any medical training get, generally have to be at least first responder. Uh, most firefighters now have to be um, – A first responder is one week of their firefighting academy, a lot of cops are learning it because it involves general things of scene safety and things like helping out on a mass uh, casualty incident. So they, you learn how to take a blood pressure. You learn how to help put a backboard on somebody and put a C collar, you know, one of those things that help their head from moving around. You learn how to put straps on them, how to put a string on, very general things that can help, just help a little bit, move things along, let the advanced um, medically trained people handle those
1: more advanced issues. Right, and you know what's yep. a wonderful thing to learn that, uh, that encompasses a lot of what you've just, you know, that what you've told us in this, this past, however many minutes it's been, it's Community Emergency Response Team training. Yeah, because exactly. CERT. Yeah, um, CERT's CERT does
7: lot of this stuff. And, mm-hmm. and, 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 and first responder class is only a forty-hour class. Um, it, it's some, some colleges teach it as a semester or a quarter, depending on where you go. I took it in a week-long seminar when I lived in Florida. So it's a it's a full forty-hour class, just you know, five days a week,
1: but. See that's Together, the way to go. You get that under your belt. Honestly, you're more help than hindrance whenever you get out uh, into some emergent situation, especially where there's where there are injuries involved. You know, you're you're more likely to come upon someone. The way I see it, the way I've seen it, going out there every weekend for our needle patrols, we're we're more likely to go uh, come upon somebody who's injured than we are someone who's in the process of being mugged. So, sure. Sure. you by know, and large. Yeah. So it's better to have those skills. We've got somebody who's called in, and I get the feeling that they might want to talk to you. So can we take a oh. call here? Yeah. Don't, don't okay. oh everybody likes you. So here we go. And welcome Dark Guardian. Hey,
6: guys. Oh, hold you on right you. here. You, you're all wrong, I'm going to say. There's all this talk about safety and, <laughs> and uh, all this technical jargon going on here. All right, There's something, something I learned from Batman: two most important things you need to do: be able to hide in the shadows and punch people in the face. All right? Those are the skills you yeah, need.: so
7: you, you, you left out you left out throw money at every problem.: like, <laughs> It helps.
6: But it helps. hide in the shadows and punch people in the face. That's all, what it's all about. That's why I started.: That's what she said.
1: Uh, <laughs> my God. But, you uh, no, you guys are great.
6: I'd love to run some comedy in there. Uh, Nigel, I miss you, man. Uh, you, too. <laughs> I've, been following, I've been following
7: some of your comments the last couple of days. Um, hope you're doing well. you hey, getting getting a lot of snow out there. It's horrible, but uh, I'm going to go out and shovel and <laughs> help the
6: neighbors in a little bit and um, do, do our good deed for the day. Good.
1: Wow, Dg, you, you 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 can talk to Ko as long as you want on here. We're uh, yeah, we 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 got him. We're talking to him, so feel free. Besides that, it's kind of fun having you both in the same room, as it were. because so, that's what it feels like.
6: Yeah, yeah, a party. So, <laughs>
1: it is. It's a party. It's our anniversary. Don't get party. excited. I'm excited, dude. If I had alcohol in front of me, this would make it just complete. I can see that that. Ira and and Sakura and and those guys are are partying for us, so they just want more excuses to drink. <laughs> they want they don't need more excuses to drink. Dude. They keep sending me pictures of alcohol and saying <laughs> drink this. That's and we they are. we have to stay sober because we have to you know not go like so, Kale, are you listening? Are you listening? Hold, hold yeah. on, are you listening? See, you don't want that. Hey episode. everybody,
7: everybody, hey, hey everybody, everybody,
1: hey. Hey, <laughs> hey I I love you, D G. You know that man. You guys. That fucking outfit is so cool. Did I ever tell you? See, that's what you'd have. You give Rock what half a drink, honey? Like half a half a beer? You look at it. Yeah, that's pretty. I'm a cheap date. That's that. There you go. I've said it. Yes, <laughs> quite, yes, quite, quite Ira, I'm a Nancy. Drink. So that's it. <laughs> he says unless you're a Nancy. Yeah, that's 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 me. Um, so we've got Portland. We've got you know Night Owl, who's in Portland right now. And we've got DG in New York. Um, man, And so DG, you're talking about snow, night owl. What do you got going on over there? I mean, you know, your um, state.
7: Yeah. Of- well, so the Northwest actually has pretty mild winters. Um, I haven't had it, – it's frosty in the morning. It gets cold overnight. Um, but we're, yeah. seeing, we're seeing, you know, 30s and 40s, maybe even a little I bit warmer say- during the day.
1: What are you talking about? Cold? Is it, you're talking to DG here. So, what do you mean by cold? You, you said 30
7: and 40. Well, I mean, it, it's our 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 winters are, are pretty mild. We get a lot of warm uh, currents from, and we're we're just on the west uh, side of the <laughs> mountain range. So, all of the the reason we get all the the rain is because all of the offshore currents drop all the water, and then all it's just high desert when you get to the other side of my hood and and further oh,
3: wow. further east and, wow. and
7: into um, into Eastern Oregon. It's all very high desert, um, so it's very dry. Beautiful country and, out there. It's just nothing nothing out there but but windmills.
1: Totally gorgeous out there. I love 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 Oregon. Um, love New York too. But right now, DG, I'm kind of glad I'm not stuck in that snow, man. You guys are pretty badass, hardcore out there with all that crap going on. That's a it's
6: not enjoyable at all. Uh, we got no. like it's got to be it's got to be at least a foot of snow out here. Uh, it's, man, it's, yeah.
1: I got family there, so I'm watching you guys like a hawk every single day. I really am. Um, I, I'll be honest. My son lives out there, so I I watch New York's weather. I watch everything. I'm like, please, no more freaking Superstorm Sandys or whatever the hell, you yeah. know, again. So, uh, by the way, guys, we got another caller online who'd probably like to talk to both of you because uh, they're right. cool like that. Here you go. Am I right or am I right? Hello. See,
7: there
1: you go. It sounds got, like I think I knew what that
3: is. It sounds like That's who it is. it like. sound like? My number is nine seventeen. Uh, I know who it is. <laughs> I think I know who that is. That's it, man. Hello? game over, man. It's game, <laughs> game over. <laughs> We've got for those Guess
1: who, who else is on the line? line. Who's on the line? Oh, you got Uncle right. Iron. Oh my god. Wait, who's who's there? Seriously. Who's on the line with you? God. Uncle uh, Ira. Uncle, uh, man. Okay. Yes, of course, now now, Ira. now I, I want to oh, I'm on the
4: coast right now. That's, okay. I had like a pair of headphones listening to the radio show and listening to the speakerphone at the same time, and it was really confusing, and I got scared.
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. For people who don't know, that is, uh, that is Sakura, uh, also known as Allison of the California Hero Initiative Los Angeles. And uh, Ira the Virginia Hero Initiative. We are calling in to party with Night Owl. Night Owl's like, jeez, God. Now we got all the loud people here. So, <laughs> man. Yeah. So, you guys, you guys chatted up for a minute. I'm going to go downstairs and grab a, you want a beer, Night Book? Yes. It's a party. It's our anniversary. want three. Okay. I'll be right back. We're going on? the am It's fine. No, it's good. Take it away. Take Buy it away. In fact, Nightbook, do you want to go down and get the beer so I can stay on my own show here? And Where's uh, the beer? I didn't even realize it's, it's we had beer. It's in the outside garage. Oh, that's why. <laughs> yeah. okay. it's, in the, it's in the fridge out there. See, you can tell what big drinkers we are. He's like, I don't even know where the <clears beer, <clears beer <throat> is. <laughs> that's pretty pathetic, wine. huh? You have so, to know okay, where the beer is at all times. Yeah, it's, we don't. We honestly, we don't. I'm talking a big game, like I always do, but we don't. We don't drink that often. Like, <laughs> I'm a cheap are you, date. Are I you? Think, in, are you in someone else's house right now? No, I'm in my house. Why? How the fuck what? does he know where the beer is in his own house? Right? See, because we don't drink that often. It's like, where's the beer? It's, it's in the. It's in the garage um, refrigerator. So, and he doesn't go there that often, so I know it's like. How oh, do you right? Right. I
4: think you guys like uh passed out at like nine o'clock and uh after you watched Matlock at the initial crib. So uh, yeah, I, I oh, remember shut y'all up. not. Shut <laughs> up.
1: Oh you know, I think the last person who saw me buzzed was, was Night Owl. That's when we were doing karaoke in San Francisco, Kale. Was
7: that was that before or after the Spartan race?
1: Yeah, you know what? Because it was a...
7: Uh, we the last time I think I saw you was then, and we went down to, I mean, we went down to the race, and then we had the Halloween party at your place.
1: Yeah, you know what? Oh, that's right. That's right. That was, God, I can't remember. I don't know. Sakura, do you remember? Because you were at the 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 party, the Halloween party. That was a while ago. That was a while ago. That
5: <inaudible> was 2012,
7: October. Damn. Yeah. Probably the Not, last time I saw you guys.
1: No, I've oh been gosh. buzzed. Well i I saw you in Washington. At the well, yeah, beginning
7: no, I of twenty
5: thirteen.
7: Yes. I, I went up to Seattle for for what, like a day?
1: A yes. Weekends,
6: <laughs> All right. Crap. I think I, I on, think we need to have on a, on a big
1: gathering. DG, where can we meet? Should we meet in the middle? I mean we've got people on the west coast. People way over on the East Coast, Virginia, New York.
4: No, how about we... you
1: come here? Yeah. Damn it. Again? Okay. Actually, I love... Yeah. We got shop tops? One. Oh, okay. Um, We got... Um, we come out there. I'm coming out there in April anyway. So, um, yeah. I wasn't supposed to tell anybody, but I'm coming out. I'm coming out to uh, the East Coast in April. Anybody want to go with me? It's right before... Where, where are you going? New York. Uh, someone I know is uh, is is filming uh, um, an actual movie out there, and I, I get to go out on the set for one day. So one day. What am I going to do with the rest of my three days out there? Well, uh, where
4: to are party. you? On hey. Hey.
1: you um, yeah, <laughs> seriously. It is uh, it is going to be up, I hear, upstate. Upstate New York. Uh, last oh. time they filmed in Phoenicia, Damn, it was cold. Talk about cold. That was stupid. Bug came out Knows. of me. It's, it snowed out there, but uh, this time it's, it's going to be really close up to Connecticut, so that'll be exciting. Just to let you guys know, I fucking hate the cold. I hate the cold. There, <laughs> I said it. I, I hate it. I hate it. I, if I had my way, I would be in just a swimsuit and flip-floppies in Hawaii.
2: You know how I know she hates the cold? Because when it's cold, she says, I hate the cold every 10 seconds. Because I hate the cold. That's how I know.
1: (laughs) Did did you
4: see me bitching earlier about how, like, everything out here was made of fucking ice? Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, my God. How do you guys drive in that crap?
4: Yeah, please tell me more about how you hate the cold. Because right now, like, (laughs) you're in heaven, whereas I am in, like, a frozen holy hell.
1: (laughs) That's right, is that when, Ira? that is Ira. Uh
7: I can tell by his colorful metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: You know, you know, Kao, when yeah, and when you were saying it was cold, I'm like that's why I was like, KO, tell me how cold because you and I we we get you know, we feel like what, the forties and we're going, What the hell? We get in the thirties well, and we're going, oh, this is ridiculous.
7: Well, I grew up in the Midwest. So like up on Lake Erie, it does get down to oh, like zero. Yeah. It gets down to, to zero, and um, you know I, I've been talking with my folks, and they're posting pictures of you know feet and feet of snow, you know back wow. in December. So I'm like I'm like that shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've, I've got a, I've got a Toyota Yaris. It sits it sits about six inches off the ground. If there's any ice <laughs> at all, that's like that's like just tipping a beer can down the hall down the hallway. So. <laughs> Um, I'm, I know, I'm not, uh, I'm not excited about shitty weather. My car is not built for it, nor do I um, miss it entirely. I, I wouldn't mind a, a, fine, a fine dusting on Christmas morning just for nostalgic reasons, but um, I, I'm not looking forward to moving to, like, Minnesota or South Dakota anytime soon or, you know, Kansas in the middle of November.
1: <laughs> I don't think anyone lives guy? in
7: Minnesota anymore.
1: You hear that guy? He's talking shit about your states. Okay, that's that's not not talking that's to, not,
7: not talking yeah, shit about their state. and Talking about shit about their
1: weather. Yeah, seriously. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm, I'm not down with that. I'm not down with the cold. I'm a Cali girl. I am. You know what? And, and and I'm from the Philippines. So I mean, seriously. I was born there, and then I came out here when I was two. So it's it's like it's in my nature to be somewhere tropical. Goddammit, somewhere warm. So I'm not having any of this. Um, the first time I was in New York, I was in a blizzard. They actually had closed down the schools and stuff, and that reminded me why I don't live there. Otherwise, you know what, DG? I freaking love, love, adore New York. I would live there three seasons out of the year. I guess you can tell what season I would not live there. It'd be that cold one. That's I know. So you guys I, hold I, down the fort.
7: There was, that, was, that was probably one of the reasons why I didn't move to New York City and, and join the NYI was because um, the size of my, the apartment I live in now is a two bedroom, um, and having visited the NYI in both of their two different headquarters at the time, um, this would be the, this, w- this would hold a medium-sized Filipino sized family
3: <laughs> the <laughs> amount of space I have here
7: and by that I'm, th- by that I mean just under about 30 people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, I, you're making fun of my people.
7: I think that's the worst thing I've ever heard. No, it's 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 a two bedroom apartment, with a bath and a half, and a kitchen and a living room, but that's it. And but you know, having having seen the apartments in New York City, um, their rent is easily, um, about fifty percent more than what I pay for, for a two bedroom, and it's just me and my girlfriend. And I'm like, well, maybe this isn't so bad.
1: No, you know? no, no that at all and we got- not
7: the, not to the, not the mention getting around in New York City um, if you have a car or a motorcycle I mean that helps a little bit, but um, Portland is a nice small size small sized city um, we don't have any giant stadiums we just got the Rose, uh, the Rose Bowl or the uh, the Rose, the Rose Quarter. so we got a big uh, basketball court for the trailblazers, but other than that there's no baseball diamond there's no giant football stadium. Um, the traffic sh- is shitty around every you know um, rush hour in the morning and in the evening because some motherfucker decided to put every on- ramp and off ramp in the same square footage. Um, I, if, if, I, if I ever, ever, ever meet the civil engineer who came up with that idea, I'm going to go I'm going to get a long crossfit sized tube sock and fill it with orange oranges and nickels, and I'm going to go to work on them.
1: Oranges. <laughs> So he just smells good. He does not crap eat out of him, but
5: <laughs>
1: uh, this is our resident um, paramedic care guy. Yes. he can beat them down and injure them, but he can fix them too. He can he can help repair them while they yeah. get
7: to the yeah. hospital. you want you want to have you have a, you want to have ice pack for about fifteen minutes and put a warm pack the never get 15 minutes.
1: I think somebody was complaining about some injury they had at Hope the the year that you went out there with us, and I think you told them to. Uh, gave him some sage advice and told him to put some M A N on it. <laughs>
6: okay, <laughs> my, brother, the Mar- my brother the marine, my um, brother the marine, always
7: always likes to pick on me tampon? because
3: yeah, <laughs> my bro- my brother the
7: marine has a uh, uh, colorful metaphors for all the things that he says. It's mostly like yeah, why don't you rub a little M A N on that?
1: <laughs> Jerks, but it's the truth. I'm sorry. Hold on a second. No, I, I was going to burp. I didn't mean everybody stop talking. It's just I, I got my beer. So um, <laughs> this is about to get really interesting here. So um, anyway, what are you looking at? Oh, oh, bug's pointing to on the air how many minutes we have left. I, over an hour and a half. Right we're we're actually over our hour and a half, but uh, we don't want to keep you guys too much longer. I feel bad, KO. I didn't get to ask you. How You know what we're going to do? We're going to ask you back in a... <clears throat> and talk to you some more, and make you sing more. So you better be prepared. Okay. Uh, There's Seriously. I mean, in fact, let's see, Sokka sings, Iris sings. DG, do you sing? I sing
6: terribly. Um. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
6: that was not the
3: question. <laughs>
1: That's my answer. DG's got, like, this cool speaking voice. Because every time I hear you talking, what matters that
6: you do sing, sir. And we'll Whether
1: it sing
4: good is inconsequential.
1: Right, as long as you can sing. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Sarah can sing playing guitar. See, okay. So we're gonna all, you know, uh, I'm gonna invite you guys all back on the show, and you know what? I'm gonna make you sing little. We're gonna do like a name that tune type of thing. It's gonna be cool. It is, and you're going, oh no, Ugh. I'm not singing that. This all seems <laughs> horrible. Uh, you know what, bugs? I'm going to make you sing, too, goddammit! You it. You keep it up. Did you guys know that? Nightbug can sing. Yes, Thank I know that. Instruments. Oh, that's right. K.O., you were there when he – you covered Pet Shop Boys, didn't you, when we were out yes, at – Yes, he did. I remember
7: yeah. that. Oh,
6: yeah, you had yeah. that.
1: He oh, Cheshire had a. Cheshire
7: was there, too, right?
1: Cheshire was there, too. Cheshire's cute. He can sing, too. In fact – Oh, my In God. In fact. I remember, i got to give you guys this, this is hilarious, At Project Hope 2012. We all went to, oh, eight, 22 of us fit into a 10-person karaoke room. Ten people. It was a car-
7: karaoke, karaoke, a Korean karaoke, it was.
1: Korean karaoke, right? Yes.
7: It's Korean karaoke.
1: Okay, so it's hot, it's nasty, but we're all sitting there fanning each other and laughing our asses off. K.O. gets up there <laughs> to sing Gautier's... Um, Somebody I used okay.
7: to know. Somebody I used to know. Okay,
1: and you know it's like, oh, okay, who's gonna sing the girl part? I'll be damned, I'll touch your Cat he didn't get up there, <laughs> grab the microphone, and sing the girls' part to Ko. I have, I have video of that somewhere, and it's freaking priceless. It, was. I get the best it image was pretty funny. It was pretty funny.
4: Happening in like a small, dark lit room. Yep. Like
7: yep. two of are singing to each other face to face. Yep. <laughs> no, we <laughs> were we were told, it, it, was, a, it was a rock battle. You it was a battle. We, we, we laughed about, I, yeah. I was like, I was stunned that he just kind of jumped in there out of nowhere because there was no one who volunteered. And then I saw him <laughs> bring a microphone out of nowhere and I was just like, oh crap, here we go. And it was just <laughs> like. A, <it> was, <laughs> Holy proof. We, salad. We, we, yeah. yeah. We looked like an <laughs> 80s band just just going, going to town on those microphones.
1: You know what I got? I've got a video of it somewhere that I've never put oh, up. Oh, yeah, i have yeah, to yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we, yeah we were yeah. all yeah. laughing. We were laughing so hard. I think
7: all of our faces were were hurting. The I think day. we were
1: crying. It was yeah. I think we were crying. It was it was. And I, you know what helped too was when I don't know if it was before that or after that, but I remember uh, Good Samaritan. You know, like the, the most uh-huh. straight-laced guy out there. He gets up and he starts singing all by myself, like yes. Carmen. From, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: Urban Urban uh, oh, Avenger,
7: Avenger got serenaded by, um, um, what's his name? Um, Moon Knight.
6: He's, uh, Moon Knight. To
7: take you to, yeah, they want to take you to the oh, gay bar.
1: To the gay bar. He, he sang practically... Moon Knight. Right? He got up on the table. Moon Knight. Yep. Got up on the table, <laughs> stood on the table singing to Urban singing, I want to take you to the gay bar, gay bar. It was, I I think I peed my pants.
3: I
7: that think time. you did. I think oh, I did. It was, I think. I think a couple of us did. Mhm.
1: Mhm. Including Urban. Including Urban. It was. Uh. It was. <laughs> see. And, and this is. This is. These are real life superheroes, guys. And we yeah, were all we're, sober. That's the funny thing. We were all sober. We were all sober. We're just that stupid without any substances. <laughs> so uh, can you imagine this? Uh, this is what happens when you give us. I've got beer now, guys. This could get bad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> <laughs> my husband sitting here. Oh God! So, what does that tell you? Um, but anyway, I, you know what? I, I just want to say thank you guys for being on the phone here because it really does feel like uh, we got a little party room all to ourselves. It's pretty cool. Um, and you wonder who? You know, God is anybody listening to us? I uh, oh my God! Ira just sent us a picture that we're gonna post. Put your shirt back on, Put man. Put your shirt back on, Ira. Put it on. <laughs> put it all on. Ira, you never, never put, put it on. That is a shirt. Never, ever put it on. <laughs> oh my gosh. If if Oh uh, we got chat to, showed up for me. You know what? He's sending they're sending it to us via text. Send it to to oh. KO text. We've got KO's uh <laughs> um, right. phone. But you know what? Ira, that's a lot of hair, man. I don't know if I sent you a mesh shirt. You could be a Chia pet. You saw that up close and personal,
4: like when we were at the initial crib. I'm surprised like you met, you might have thought I was wearing a shirt at the time. That wasn't a sweater desk. Oh,
3: no.
1: That was actually a layer
4: that was that's protective armor. Oh
1: my god. Okay. Oh Fine you know Irish what? fibers. I just realized we've got two and I'm gonna use the word even though I'm not supposed to we've got two gingers on the line at the same time.
6: Racist. Oh, Wait, that is our word. Who
1: is you people? <laughs> you and Night Owl. <laughs> you people. Oh, God.
7: I just got the photo. <laughs>
1: Long street. <laughs> so, hang DC. on a second. I'm on
4: the phone with you got the NAACP
1: we gotta, we got we to gotta, uh, send that to DG, too, because DG, you know, he's, he's got to suffer with the rest of us. I just realized
2: Ira has two Uh-oh. faces, one of them.
1: <laughs> well, you guys, we're probably going to have to wrap this up um, because our listeners are going, what are you people doing? Well, this is what happens when you hang out with Tribe Radio. Seriously. You could be somebody we've never met before, ever. We don't know you from Adam. But if you're a cool person and you want to hang out with us, there are so many opportunities throughout the year. To hang out with us, come do a mud run, come do a homeless outreach, come do a, a patrol, whatever. Anyway, hit us up. We're all on Facebook. Everybody who has been mentioned tonight, Night Owl, just look out Night Owl. Look him up. K-N-I-G-H-T, Night Owl. Find him on Facebook. Don't hit on him, though. His girlfriend's really cute, seriously. So don't do that. That's kind she of is. different. Very cute. Uh, yep. And uh, we got Ira, and I'm not even going to try to spell O'Reilly the way he spells it. The right way, the way that you should spell it in, in is it Gaelic? Um oh, yeah. so it's and,
7: Gaelic is it's, it's the most English approximation you can make.
1: There you go. And if you look up Sakura Torah uh, or California Hero Initiative Los Angeles, you're gonna find all these guys. Dark Guardian, if you haven't heard of Dark Guardian, you Google him and you will find him everywhere because he is he's paper you know, TV, everything. He's that guy who stood up to that big drug dealer guy in the uh, Superheroes, Superheroes HBO documentary. And Rock is getting a little buzz, so yes, I'm getting obnoxious now. This isn't good. Um, but anyway, look for all this. <laughs> and uh, we're going to have K.O. back on because I didn't get to ask him half the stuff I wanted to ask him. Because the party crew called in, and that was it. You know, it was all it was all over after that. So uh <laughs> which it usually is. Um anyway, anybody got anything they wanna say? You got, you know, speak up. I'm gonna shut up for a few minutes. This it's all yours before we go off the air. This is your chance.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: You wanna say hi to your mom? Say hi to your mom. <laughs> oh, mom
7: doesn't know about night I don't. I don't think she's listening.
1: Are, are you kidding? All these years?
7: No. Dude, I'm 31 years old. She she had me committed.
1: Wow. <laughs> when are you coming out of the phone booth?
7: Mm. Oh, this
4: can we please sh- not say coming out of the phone booth, for the love of God?
1: Ira, damn it, give me a better yeah, you know, vision. Uh, give me some better visual. I
4: was, I was just going to make a fart noise for like 10 seconds and screw up like the rest of the air time that we had, but... Actually, you know the the website says you all have 19 minutes remaining. You know that, right?
1: Yeah, I know. I know. It's for whenever we want to turn it off. So it's like if you want to talk for 19 minutes, that's fine. But I was going to – we're going to wrap it up in about, what, half that time so as not to uh, – unless you guys got something to say, man, man, I it's just going to be a bunch of fart and uh, beer jokes from here. You are correct. Yeah, I was I was
4: wondering, like, where Cat and Baroness were tonight. Like, that, that was really – I'm really expecting to hear from either them or like the Washington uh, Initiative group. I hope they're listening. I oh, hope you're yeah. listening, and I hope you feel bad about yourselves for not calling in and to, <laughs> talk to <us> at all.
3: <laughs> oh, I already know. Um, you're bad. Out. You're, oh, we you're got
4: somebody. Else. For not, not interacting okay. with us at, at all whatsoever. Yeah, you know what? i so got a couple
1: <laughs> of mine who just uh, joined us right now. I don't know if he wanted to be on the air or not, but we recognize your number. Superhero, so we put you live. Is that okay? Yeah,
5: superhero. You know what to do.
1: <laughs> hey,
5: this guy. Oh, my
1: God. Now, now it's a crazy party. What's up, sir? How you doing? Were you talking, calling in to say hi to anybody or just calling in?
5: Yeah, I wanted to see what KO's been up to. I haven't talked to him in forever.
1: There you I know, go. man. Okay.
6: What's
1: up? There you go.
7: I'm good. I am good. Yourself? K- how's, how's, how's Lady Hero? Of the car?
1: Oh, he dropped. Oh, he dropped. His phone dropped. Okay, he's got a call back. Uh, you're listening, Soups, You just dropped. You, you Inconceivable. Bent. Absolutely. That guy's great. Uh, superhero, for those of you who don't know what the hell's going on, that guy is also a real-life superhero. He was also in the HBO uh, Superheroes documentary, which you can probably find on Netflix still. Um, he's hilarious, a lot of fun. Big Corvette guy, ex wrestler. See we he's love not you, superhero. I know you got to call back in. You're you call- We did not hang up on you. You hung up on us, sir. So um, but yeah, uh, you guys. This has been kind of crazier than I thought it would be at the end, and that's perfect for a one year. At- We've been doing this for one year. One year, you guys. You know, and we thought. Uh, Hey, did we ever play the very first welcome intro thingy? We did not. Check this out. Listen to this. This takes only like a a minute. Listen. You got to hear this.
2: It's so exciting. It's
1: not exciting. This was just our very first seconds (laughs) on the air. Ready, set, woo! Welcome to the Initiative Tribe Radio. As with all new launches, we are having technical difficulties. But you know what? That doesn't matter because as soon as this gets rolling, it's going to get rolling. So, um, while my co-host is trying to call in, let's see, we'd like to welcome you to the initiative's first radio show, hopefully not its last. (laughs) No, it wasn't, wow, dudes, that was November 2012. That was, that was, wow. And you know what, in case you guys didn't hear it already, 37,000. 766 listens later 37,000 listens I'm going to post those st- I'm going to screen cap that again from-
3: Jesus.
1: That means this show This show we did the math It's getting like an average of 1,200 listens per show And I'm going I don't know those people That means strangers are listening to you guys right now So Does that make you nervous? Are you scared? Only. A little?
7: Only, only if Simon Cowell is one uh- of them
1: <laughs> Simon's like, don't quit your day job. You will suck. Because that's what he does. That's his. That's his thing, right? Yeah. Oh wait, Boy, is. Is. we got we got another caller. Who is this? Any idea? Who that? Who that ninja? Hold on, two seconds, guys. Uh, I don't know who this is. We don't know who this. Is. We're gonna take. We're gonna go blind and take this call. Okay. Hey, caller. Who are you? What's up?
7: Hey guys, I just wanted to call in and say happy anniversary officially.
1: Thank you. Who is this?
7: Hello, this is Sarah. Sorry.
1: <laughs> Sarah, what the hell, dude? You? Oh, no, he finally
0: called
7: in.
1: <laughs> wow, you got a. Thank you for that, and you got a very uh radio-worthy voice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> wow. See, but of course he's sitting back there, right? Because normally he'd be like, "Hey guys, what's up?" But then you know, because he's on the radio, he's like, "Hey guys, I just want to." You're doing that, aren't you? What's up? Thank I had to work up for, to it, uh, but I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you for um, um um joining us because you're often in the chat room and we're often reading your stuff, but, you know, very rarely, in fact, have we ever heard Sheriff on, I don't think so. On camera. On camera, that's it, man. You sing too. So, Night Owl, Ira, Sakura, we're going to have to put together some music for charity. I'm yeah. not kidding. You know, you know, I totally forgot songs.
7: about. I totally forgot until Christmas time when you reposted that um, that album. I was like, that that feels like it was so long ago.
1: Yep, we got a we, we put out a, a, a Christmas album for charity, you guys, and we did covers. We cover. What are we gonna do? We're we gonna write Christmas songs? No, we covered them. And uh, is on it. I'm on it. Bugs on it. Um, Ko is definitely on it. And so you guys know when I'm obnoxious and I say I'm gonna make another charity thing with all you guys, you know I'm gonna do that and you know I'm gonna bug you about it. Someone else is calling right now. Who is it? I think
2: that's superhero Is it
1: superhero again? again? Yeah, let's get him back. That is. <clears throat> superhero. Oh, hold on two seconds Superhero, you, you abandoned us. You hung up on us. Whoa, I
5: ran out of power. There's a big difference.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go steal Lady Hero's phone out of her purse. Uh huh. <laughs> Well, superhero, you were talking to K.O. a minute ago. You can continue the conversation. We don't get him on the air very often.
7: We're
1: okay,
5: well, K.O., do you need me to go with you to your mommy and explain to her that it's time for you to come out of the closet?
7: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'd, 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 it would break your heart if I told her I was an atheist, let alone if I was a superhero. Well, I
5: mean, I've done this a lot i mean, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like the father of going for some reason. You know, it's kind of like the X-Men. They get the bald old guy to go and try to explain to the kids' moms that they're mutants. You know, and this kind of thing. It kind of works that way in the superhero community too. Uh,
7: I, I'm, I'm, always, I, I see. I actually, I remember seeing a lot of those videos um, that you posted on YouTube a while back.
5: <laughs> yeah, some of our more successful guys have been guys that you know, I. Uh, convince their parents to let him come out of the closet that was, actually,
7: that was that was the guy that became the new z wasn't it
5: yeah you know uh okay. what was the uh uh, re- uh renegade symbiote yeah uh, the uh, the real life chinese cat a whole bunch of them yeah really
7: did you Is really that real life were-
5: chinese cat <laughs> yeah, well well so, for some reason, you know, I don't know what it is, but they always ask me, I, even if it's just like talking to them onto the phone and that kind of thing, but uh
1: well, you got the radio
5: the and say, oh, I need to come out of the out of the phone booth and and let my parents know that I'm a real life superhero, but I don't know what to do."
1: Wow. Well, I, no, you know. for some
5: reason, I'm always seem to be the one that they call. But I had no idea Ko was 31 years old and was still in the phone.
1: <laughs> wow. You know what, Ko? I think you should film that. I think you should make that happen. <laughs>
7: well, my, my like I, some of my relatives know. I just haven't told like a couple of my distant cousins. I've you know, you know explained the situation for your you know. I have a friend, a cousin who's a journalist, I I explained the situation to her because I had a question regarding, you know, a particular interview that I had.
5: What I'm blown away by is the fact that she has no problem, you have no problem with her knowing that you're, you know, you're a mercenary, you're a private contractor. (laughs) But heaven forbid you should find out, you're a super
1: Well... (laughs) Oh, I never heard. students laugh so hard. That's both awesome. both of
7: my brothers. I mean, I, and both of my brothers are are in the military and have de- deployed. You know, in the Navy and the Marines. So, and the fact that I was in Iraq was, you know, it was sort of the, trifecta. Um, but I still call I her you once or a week to tell her how boring my. I still called her once a week from Baghdad to tell her how boring my job was and how safe it was. I mean, hell, you'd be you'd be better off. In uh, at the, the the military base I was at, surrounded by twenty thousand troops, everyone but me with a gun. then you would be walking down Detroit during a championship game. So,
1: <laughs> dude, wait, wait, wait. Weren't you in? Didn't your picture come out in GQ? Like I think DG, you you had your picture in GQ, right? Was that you?
7: Yeah, uh, yeah. I think yeah. I think mine was as well. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah like, so
1: like like my mom. No, your mom wouldn't love GQ. that. I know, but I'm saying wouldn't wouldn't your your family be like, "Damn, dude. That's that's pretty cool. We're pretty proud of our brother." It's you know, it was what in- generation
5: they are. Like my yeah. parents were World War II generation people. I doubt they even had any idea what GQ was.
1: <laughs> well, I I'm saying that I think that they would be proud if they saw that, you know. It was a cool thing. It was well, actually, it was uh my complimentary. Parents
7: much, my, my, my parents, parents are older. actually much they're not much older than you, really, because I was... They were 19 when I was born, and you're only 15 years older than me. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Holy
5: they
7: crap. were They were very very, the... very, very young parents. You think oh, they'd please. be hit? They would. Would they be hit? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I think, you I think you're
5: underestimating. Hey, man, what were you doing in the GQ magazine? Oh, my God.
7: Uh, I, just, <laughs> I don't need another reason to give them gray hairs. Yeah, I'm, I'm hanging out with... With homeless people and prostitutes and drug dealers, you know, and I'm wearing, I'm wearing and I'm wearing the bulletproof. Mask.
3: And those yeah, are your teammates.
7: Super, oh, okay.
1: super.
7: Yeah, those oh. are my. Yeah, that goes super well with the parents.
1: Oh my god, too funny! Wow. Hey, you know, Snoop's. You're also on the line with. you have got Dark Guardian on the line too, and I I, I. I think Soups asks ask Dark Guardian. He's still there. I am here. I think Soup's was talking to you. How
6: have you been, brother? Yeah.
1: I'm good, man. Going through lots of changes. Uh, you
6: know, doing well working hard. We've got the New York Hero Initiative out here now. Actually, uh it's kinda I, I always like to break some news on here. Um uh, really? I may oh, be I, I, relocating uh eventually. What? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah.
3: <clears throat>
6: I may I may be relocating to Massachusetts. It's something I'm thinking about. I'm trying to figure things out, but it, it's a definite uh, option. Are you, are,
4: you, are you still going to open the school up out there?
6: I am. Yeah, wherever I go, I'm going to be opening up the school. The school will be open this year, no matter where I am. Sounds even colder.
1: Boston? Oh, yeah. 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 <coughs> you guys, what do you I talk about...
6: That? Yeah, go ahead, DG. I'm not too far from Boston. Uh, I'm going to be... Uh, around uh, ever to know Civitron yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
6: how's yeah, you, yeah. Well, you know I just visited him recently um, oh, and awesome. uh, I you know I I, I kind of enjoy it out there uh, Civitron is a hell of a guy he's still always doing his stuff um, yeah he's an uh, superhero community yeah he's an amazing guy uh, and uh, we may be uh, working together a lot sweet
1: <laughs> awesome. Sweet. You guys, when D.G. talks about what school he's going to be opening, uh, he's he's actually opening up a uh, hero school. And, oh, yeah, he's
5: um, the commercials. So i still got to get around to finding some way to shoot him a commercial for it.
1: There you go. There you go. I mean, his school is going to be te- – well, D.G., why don't you put a plug in for your school right now?
6: Well, hero uh, is going to be uh, a superhero school. In a way, it's going to teach uh, all different skills. You're going to need uh, – Uh, Things like self-defense, but uh, more importantly, it's going to be teaching heroic ideas and values. It's going to be teaching you ways you can help others and help the community and better yourself, uh, whether it be through physical training, self-defense, agility training. Uh, It's going to give everybody uh, the skills they need to be a hero in their everyday life.
1: See, you know what? That is. And if you had one here, I I would send my kid there. I really would, so...
7: That's yeah. actually what I was going to say is that it, it's a great opportunity for kids to do something positive instead of, you know, wasting their time on trivial stuff.
1: Exactly. exactly. They, they have a lot of energy, you know? They've got energy. They don't know what to do with. If there were schools like this everywhere, guess what? Kids would feel like superheroes and they'd act like superheroes. Pretty cool.
5: hmm It does work. I spoke at a buddy of mine's school for his uh, kindergartners one time, uh, and uh, you you, I had a bunch of stickers and everything like that. It was hilarious because uh, the kids, uh, well, his, my, this guy worked out with specifically took the 66 Batman movie in for all the kids to see. And uh, <laughs> after the movie was over, the teacher went on, a, oh, yeah, this is cool, but you kids know that superheroes aren't real, right? Mm. And uh, my friend's boy stands up right in the middle of the class and says, "Oh yes, they are real." And as a matter of fact, my dad works out with one of them. <laughs> nice.
1: See, nice. I'm, I'm trying to. You know, there are uh, those of us with kids like Ira. Um, wouldn't you love to have something like that in your area? I would
4: actually. That that would be that would be awesome for. I'm. I can't. I can't think of any program or, like, organization around here that does anything like that. Um, but just listening to you talking about it now, I've actually started thinking about possibly, like, what, what, what I would have to do to uh, get something like that started around here. Um, huh. we've, got, yep. we've got the resources. Um,
5: we've got the space to do it. Working with about a report, like an unbelievable amount of licensing and permits and stuff, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. No. No,
6: it's a business. It's not a business. Yeah. yeah it's not like nothing crazy like that. But uh, Ira, you know, get in touch with me, man. I uh, know, I'm happy yep. to share all the stuff I have. I have program systems, things like that. So.
1: Oh, it's the more perfect. the merrier. Exactly, and what's perfect is G's already starting it, so you know you can follow his his uh his lead and uh all of uh, follow him down his road with what he had to do to become, uh, you know, a business and to get the school running. I just noticed we got three minutes left, guys. So I'm going to take this really quick, this three minutes uh, to. First of all, I want to plug this charity calendar that we're doing. Uh, it's got it's called the Real Life She Heroes and Villains Calendar, and what it does is it all the uh, proceeds go to uh, the Pink Light. For less Project, which helps survivors of uh, cancer um, through dance classes. It helps them feel like, you know, feminine, attractive, normal women again, because they don't feel like that oftentimes after after cancer and uh, surgery. So uh, there are lots of people you know. In fact, Socorro Torres in one month. I'm in another. And the month of March. Oh, yeah. Several other people are, you know, she picked that month because of St. Patrick's Day, Ira, just to let you know. Um well, asked her birthday as well. Oh, that's true. Uh, but and I, so I want to push that. If you guys go to Zazzle.com dot com and just type in she uh, real life she heroes and villains Zazzle.com. dot com, we'll put up a link. Um, you guys, it's worth it. All the proceeds go to help those uh, you know cancer survivors. But I also want to take these few minutes to really, really thank the people who oh. called in, the people in the chat room, you guys listening. You guys made it feel like a party. Totally. This is our one-year anniversary. We're so happy to still be here. And you guys, Nightbug, my co-host, Night Owl, our, our guest, <laughs> and Dark Guardian, Sarah, Ira, Superhero, and so- Sakura, you guys all made it feel like a freaking party. And I couldn't have I couldn't imagined a better way to, to uh, put this night together. So thank you so much. Um, I'm not even wearing pants got,
4: anymore, so it's definitely been—it's definitely a, been a good
1: show. First the yeah. shirt, and now the the pants. You guys want to say yes. goodbye? You got you got a minute left to say goodbye to all our listeners. I love you guys. I'm going to turn it over to my guest. There you go. Good
5: night. Uh, well, good night. Uh, good talking to all of you. Rock. Keep me posted on the movie. Let me movie. Let me know if you need any help. And K, oh, let me know when yeah. you want me to go visit your
7: mommy with you. <laughs> It was good talking to all of you, good catching up. It's been been too long.
4: Absolutely. DG, I'm going to shoot you a private message on Facebook, man. I want to talk about that, what I was you talking
7: really?
3: about a minute
1: ago. Definitely. Absolutely. And, Sarah, we're all going to get together, dude. you got to play guitar. I'm not kidding. We're all going to do a charity, uh, charity CD. We might even yeah, write a couple of songs for it. It'll be awesome. Absolutely. So. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, Happy thank you. Happy anniversary, by the way. Thank you. That's why we do this, so we can have awesome guests like you guys, so we can have a good time, so I can have a beer on the air. It's a half a beer. Nightbug's scared now. I don't blame him. (laughs) Have a good one. You guys, happy anniversary to Tribe. Everybody else, we'll see you next week. Much love. Be your own hero.
6: A mighty sword of teamwork and the hammer of not bickering. <laughs>